Welcome back to another World Cup History podcast. And uh, today we're going to be talking about, you know, one of the biggest cheats in World Cup history. Not just in the World Cup itself, but, you know, during, you know, World Cup history qualification. I felt the need to also talk about World Cup history qualification since it does count as, you know, 32 teams, you know, trying to get to the World, to, trying to get to the World Cup. And, uh, yeah, so here's what happened you know, and the, you know, 2010 World Cup qualification matches. And this was an important one, France versus Ireland. So, you know, Ireland still had a chance to join the 2010 World Cup, you know. Even after what happened in the 2006 World Cup, you know, France were trying to find another way, you know, trying to get back to the World Cup, trying to recover from that 2006 World Cup loss. Ever ever since, you know, that match, if they lost against Italy, they lost against Italy in the World Cup final, especially since, you know, the Zinedine Zidane got sent off. After, you know, what he did to Marco Matarazzi. But, um... But at the same time, you know, Marco Matarazzi's not innocent either. But, um... Since I'm specifically talking about the... The the 2010 World Cup qualification match, you know... Ireland still had a chance to, you know, still qualify for the 2010 World Cup. And, uh, those chances were ruined by France ever since, you know, ever since, you know, what happened. So here's what happened. So the French soccer player, Thierry Henry, decided to, to decided to, you know, use a handball. You know how he, you know, well, in, in the 1986 World Cup, not in the 1986 World Cup qualification, but, you know, the 1986 World Cup where, um, you know, Maradona, you know, was was known for his, you know, hand of God goal against England. And, you know, the referee, you know, the, the referee, I'm not sure, he, I'm, I, I'm sure the referee did not see that. You know, Maradona did a great job, you know, disguising, you know, disguising, like, I guess, the hand, you know. I guess he, he did a good job making it look like a header. So when England soccer players try to tell the referee that, hey, he used his hand to score the goal, not his head, you know, the referee just brushed it off, you know, and, uh, you know, you just... The the referee just said, you know, it's it's good. The goal is gonna happen. It's just gonna remain that way. And uh, well, that's exactly what happened. And I guess that that's what also contributed to Argentina's win. And um, because England still had a chance in the nineteen eighty six World Cup, and you know, in nineteen eighty six, you know, Argentina ended up winning the whole thing. <laughs> but in this, in the you know, uh, which is another the irony that I was talking about the old cheats in the World Cup and in World Cup history. And, because, uh, you know, that counts as a cheat, you know, use, using your hand to, uh, you know, score, score the goal, to score the goal, right? And Argentina ended up winning the whole thing. And, um, so in the, in the 2009 World Cup, Thierry Henry did not score the ball with his hand. However, he did use his hand to assist in order to help, and to help another one of his teammates score the goal. You know, think of it as crossing, but he was using his hand. And, uh. He basically used his hand to his advantage, you know, crossed the only only then to cross the ball, but only because he used his hand to do so to make it much more easier. Ireland soccer players tried to tell the referee and the assistant referee that it was a handball. However, the referee did not want to hear any of it. The goal remained. You know, and it has to be and it has to remain one of the most um one of the most human matches for Ireland, because you know, they still had an opportunity. To go into the 2010 World Cup, Ireland, like Ireland, after after you know after what happened with France in the 2006 World Cup, you know, how would a France ever recover? I guess France recovered in this way. However, I guess you know, France had it coming in 2010 World Cup. They didn't even make it through the group stages. 
you know, um, you know, they they tied zero zero with Uruguay. They lost two zero to Mexico and lost to South Africa two to one. So not even the twenty ten World Cup would even benefit. You know, because even never made it to the twenty ten World Cup, they didn't even make it through the group stages. <laughs> so uh all that theory han theory on re handball for nothing, and what also sucks is that theory on theory on re was a very well respected soccer player. I'm sure even after he after he retired, still a lot of people respect him to this very day. But I'm sure. But what but what if there were Irish fans who were also a fan of theory on re? Because remember, theory on re was a well known soccer player. And you, you know, he was basically you know. He was he like he was a well known soccer player. Like he also played for Arsenal. So I guess that's why he gained more popularity as, as well. But hey, this guy was a skillful soccer player. Let, let I remind you, and a lot of people did admire that soccer player. And though the fact that he would use his hand and then use his hand to control the ball and uh, basically cross with the ball, only then to help his teammates score, score the goal, which would then, you know, result in France going through the World Cup when when Ireland recosted that World Cup. And, um... And, I, and Irish fans, you know, the, the Irish fans, you know, had ever had, you know... You know, they're, on the, they're, you know... Hold on, sorry, I keep repeating myself. They had every right to get mad at, at what happened after this match, you know? They, they were angry, saying they were robbed. And can you blame them for that? No. Because how can the referee be that gullible to not see what is going on right over there? What I'm, what I don't understand is like I'm not sure if the referee was like kind of far away, as I remember it. But you have you know Irish soccer, Irish soccer players claiming that it did happen. You know I think that's why you know referees nowadays are checking are checking you know cameras to see if soccer players really are cheating, to know to know if something is a penalty. Or so, or or to know something, or to know if a goal is offside, or or the goal was not, you know, if it was, you know, a cheating tactic to score a goal, which was a cheating tactic. And if we're going to talk about more than cheats, I guess we're going to talk about, you know, what happened in the twenty ten World Cup itself. So you know, in the in the twenty ten World Cup, um, Ghana, you know. And and this and this wasn't quarter quarterfinals as well, you know, it was you know, it, and it was one of the most memorable matches in twenty ten World Cup as well, but it was also very memorable after what Luis Suarez did, you know, you know how a goal is about to you know, uh, you know the soccer ball is about to head into a goal, right? That did not happen because Luis Suarez, you know, blocked the you know the ball out of the goal, not a problem. Oh, actually, that is a problem because Luis Suarez is it was is not the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper had no chance to get that ball. So Luis Suarez used his hands to prevent the ball from going inside the goal. And that ball was going in. Let I remind you. So Ghana were robbed. W Want to know what irritates me? The referee should have allowed that goal anyway. Yes, it did not cross the line. However, it was going in. And, some soccer, and, and then someone who wasn't even the, even the goalie prevented it from going in with his own hands. Therefore, in my opinion, I think that would still count, no? However... It did. Luis Suarez did get a red card, and there was a penalty. However, the gun, the, you know, you know. However, 
the penalty, you know, did not go in. You know, it was a missed penalty kick as well. So they ended up having to go to a penalty shootout, which Uruguay would win. Yep, Uruguay won. Yes, through cheating. A lot of the Uruguayan fans didn't really care. They were just happy they won. You know, we <laughs> didn't really care. They're just happy they got to go to the semifinals, which Uruguay would later lose the semifinals anyway. <laughs> and um, and the result of the 2010 World Cup would be Spain winning the World Cup against the Netherlands 1-0, but you know. Ghana were robbed. And um, I guess, you know, even in the 2014 World Cup, People and it was the first match as as well. You know, in the twenty ten twenty in the, in the twenty fourteen World Cup, you can tell how it was Brazil versus Croatia. You can tell how biased, how completely biased the referee was. You know, it's like he wasn't even trying to be neutral. He was just on Brazil the Brazil side the whole time. You know, yes, there are biased soccer referees. That's that. And, um, you, you know, like, for example, you know, there was this, you know, <laughs> one situation where, you know, remember, Brazil also scored, and Brazil did overall very good in the match, I can't deny that. However, what also guaranteed the victory was also a biased referee. And, um, because, you know, I can't, I can't remember what one of the Brazilian soccer players were. I believe it was Fred. And, um, yeah, I do believe it was Fred who, you know, dived. The Croatian soccer player, you know, didn't, like, did not even tackle him. But yet, but yet, but yet you know, after, you know, Fred, I believe was the soccer player, fell, fell down on purpose just to get a penalty. The referee believed them, gave him the penalty. Croatia tried to appeal it. They tried to, you know, try to tell the referee, they, do you really think he cared? No, it was just downright bias. And, uh, yes, because, you know, soccer dives, you know, used to be a big thing, which I'm, which I'm sure it's hard now, knowing that referees can now check cameras as to whether a soccer player is diving or not. Because that, I guess that's what we use the cameras now for, so I guess soccer players nowadays can't get away with diving or faking getting tackled anymore. Because, you know, of the new assistance, but they remember, there were biased referees, or maybe the referee, I hate to say it, were just dumb and gullible, and, and believed it was a penalty. For example, you know... I guess it's hard for soccer players to now score a hand of God goal now. You know, because it's not easy to, you know, get away with it anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I was practically talking about all of the cheats that went on in the World Cup or World Cup qualification matches, might I add. For example, there was this offside goal in Argentina versus Mexico, right? Argentina versus Mexico. And, you know, it was clearly offside clearly offside. And when Mexico tried to appeal it, they didn't care. And I think the referee knew, knew very well that it was an offside goal. However, uh, allowed the match to happen anyway. Argentina ended up winning again against the match against Mexico. But then again, but this is what I'm talking about. You know, soccer players taking, taking advantage of everything. And, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure we can't get away, get away with it now, but back then it was a really big thing for soccer players to do, you know, cheat the whole match. And get an easy way to score a goal or win the match because referees were just gullible, biased, or dumb. I hate to say it, but that's true. And, uh, you know, what happened in, you know, the 2009 World Cup qualification between France and Ireland, you know, Brazil and Croatia in the 2014 World Cup, you know, Uruguay versus Ghana. It's like 
teams were robbed. And I hate to say it, but it's true. But what I'm happy is that, you know, soccer players can't get away with it now. And I'm sure, you know, in the next World Cup, which is next year, I'm sure there won't gonna, there's not going to be as much cheating. So, yeah.